Welcome to another episode of Health Check, a series of health podcast specials on the status of Singapore's war against diabetes that The Straits Times is running together with reports as well. I'm Ernest Lewis and my co-host is Lynette Lai, a health correspondent with The Straits Times. Our special guest today is Dr. Kalpana Baskaran. She is the head of the Glycemic Index Research Unit at Tomasek Polytechnic. It is the first and still the only one in the region. She's also the Vice President of Diabetes Singapore. Dr. Kalpana, welcome to the show. Good to have you here. Let's kick things off with some myth-busting. And for this episode, we actually have two groups, target audiences. One is the general public, and the other is people who have had diabetes for years. What do you think is the biggest misconception that both groups have about food and diabetes? So the biggest misconception is they think that people with diabetes should have special foods which are labelled as diabetic-friendly or suitable for diabetes. So this is among those who don't have diabetes, they also think diabetics should eat that. Is there also an apprehension from people, especially those who have just been diagnosed? They might be thinking, oh no, the cost, my food cost, you know, the cost of food that I need to cater for myself, that's going to go up automatically. Is that a misconception? Actually, that's not a misconception. Actually, it's the truth. Most of the diabetic-friendly products, which are labelled as diabetic-friendly or suitable for diabetes, they are priced way higher, maybe 1.5 times or some go up to four times more than the cost of a similar food in the market. So this again adds on to their medical costs. They also think they need to spend more on the food. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we've talked about in previous episodes also is when people are newly diagnosed, sometimes they feel that, oh, this is the end of something, or you know. But actually, really, it, should they see it as more as a condition that they learn to live with? No, yeah, it's a lifestyle disease. So yeah. that's why it's called as a lifestyle disease. And to me, diabetes is, if it's managed, if it's controlled, no need to worry. But only if it's not managed properly, then it leads to complications. So need not be worried, but actually when they have to follow a proper lifestyle, both proper diet as well as exercise and medication which is prescribed, then they should be okay, they should be off complications. In addition, they also need to go for regular health checkups to make sure that even there is any complication going to set in with the signs and symptoms, they are able to alleviate it at a much earlier stage. So earlier you said that it's a misconception that diabetics think that they need special food. So, you know, what actually should they be looking out for? Okay, it's not a special food, but I, I would like to say the three things which we always stress is quality, quantity, frequency. So when you look at quality of foods, they have to pay attention to the quality carbs. That's where the glycemic index comes in. But when you go walk into your Hawker Centre, I don't think any food is labelled as low GI, as of, not as of it. So what they can do is they can go for uh, foods which are not highly processed. For example, if they eat fried rice, go for fried rice which is made with brown rice. Or if they don't like brown rice, they can ask the hawker to add more vegetables into their rice because the fiber goes in from the vegetables and keep their portion controlled. Because if you're eating too much of carbs, refined carbs, like white rice at one time, will shoot their blood glucose levels. So that's one thing they can look out for. And they can also eat fruit in between meals rather than eating along with the meal, which might also increase the carbohydrate load of the meal. And every meal, they should pair up with the protein because protein actually lowers the glycemic response and go for healthy fats. So these are some of the s small tips they can look out for. Mm -hmm. 
And like you said, you know, earlier, when you go to a hawker centre, the GI value of the food is not there. And it's very easy to look up the GI value of a carrot or maybe a bowl of plain rice. But what happens when you have a bowl of food with several different ingredients? It's much harder. So, you know, what tips do you have for people when they're eating out to help them really um, know what they're eating to keep their blood sugar levels within a healthy range? But let's say if they really want to control their portion, say now health, health promotion board, you can see everywhere there is a 500 kilo calorie meal. So within this 500 kilocalorie meal, of course, they will not be able to eat too much of items because the calorie control is there. So that's one way they can look for 500 kilocalorie meal options, healthier dining options. And the other options they can uh, look out for is even when they pick vegetables, don't go for the starchy vegetables. Instead, go for the non-starchy vegetables like you can go for your lady's finger, uh, brinjal and beans, you know, the long beans, which is stir-fried and instead of potatoes, which are also sit in the same place as vegetables. That's good advice. I mean, obviously, one of the things that we have to take into consideration is that a lot of Singaporeans, it's so easy to eat outside and a lot of us, the lifestyle is eating outside. It's just that making those decisions, especially when you're newly diagnosed, that can be, seem daunting, right? As you said, you give us yes, a lot it's, of good it's, tips. Yes, it uh, seems daunting, but now um, there are so many sources of information available, readily available, and they can uh, really look out for it. And they can also approach maybe uh, the national bodies like Diabetes Singapore and to go for uh, advice on what they can eat. Or they can even approach the dietitians in the hospital who can plan a proper diet for them based on their body weight and their glucose control and so on. Do you sense that, I mean, in previous episodes we have explored this, do you sense that there's a greater public awareness now of this issue and a willingness to actually be more empowered yourself to make such decisions if you are diagnosed? Yes, definitely compared to, let's say, two or three years before and now with so much of um, yeah, like uh, push from the government on war against diabetes, we have seen a lot of people, even those who attend our talks, the number of people who attend our uh, Diabetes Singapore organized talks, the number has increased and they want to know more about diabetes. And even after citizen jury, even more awareness about uh, diabetes. And they also have this feeling, many of them, they have this positive mindset. Yes, definitely I can win the war. Dr. Kalpana, let's say I'm diabetic and I'm really craving an unhealthy snack, you know, chocolate bar my favourite ice cream, while I'm walking outside or something, I see a store. Do I really need to abstain and then just try and force myself to walk in the opposite direction? Or are there two or three best practices that I can apply practically when I walk into this ice cream store if I really cannot control myself? Yeah, to me, uh, this is my personal opinion as well. Like, uh, to me, food is to be eaten. You can restrict the food, but we will never tell this food should be avoided. And also food should be looked at bringing people together for socialization and so on. You are in a party and ice cream is served. Of course, you will crave for the ice cream. So in that case, we will you, you can still have an ice cream, but a smaller scoop of ice cream. And then if there are toppings available, you have to make sure these toppings are not sugar syrups. Most of them are chocolate syrups or even berry syrup. So you may try to add in more and this adds into more calories, more carbohydrate. So keep your portion, uh, portion smaller. And again, even with chocolates, there are now chocolates which are lower in glycemic index. But even then, you can even go for any chocolate, but try to go for the dark chocolate, which has higher antioxidants. And some of them have nuts. So this may add on maybe healthier fats. So these are small changes you can make. 
are there certain foods that you really would stay away from because you feel in terms of nutrition, no value for diabetics, you know, it just doesn't do anything for them and it might actually worsen their blood sugar levels? As I told again before, you know, you talk about frequency. Some of the foods which cannot be everyday foods, uh, maybe I can give an example of meat rubus. You can see the noodle is a low noodle, which is when it's again cooked in that sauce, it's very soft. So the glycemic index increases. So maybe this can be once in a while food. And again, there's a lot of sauce there. And this is higher in sugar. You don't look at sodium. It's also the sugar content of the sauces. So you can stay away from it. And it doesn't have any vegetables. So the quality of the entire meal is not actually an everyday food for diabetic. So they can go for alternative sauces like a, like sliced fish noodle soup. So which is kind of clear soup. And even then you can add less soup into it. Or even when you choose your young tafu, you add more vegetables rather than all the processed foods there. You try to choose your items even from the young tafu stall. Mm-hmm. So say I've just been to the doctor and I've just been diagnosed with diabetes. What's the first biggest lifestyle change I should make? Okay, the first change is you have to eat healthy. So healthy doesn't mean it's not tasty. This is again a misconception. So when you choose, always remember, don't just eat your carbohydrate alone. Always pair with the protein and a healthy fat. So when you're healthier plate, uh, your carbohydrate should occupy only one-fourth. And then vegetables is two portions. And then the fruit is outside the plate. And no sugary drinks. Instead, try to just drink water. This is a simple thing. And again, exercise is very, very important. Mm-hmm. And would you say these are good habits for you know generally healthy people? Yes, it's not just for diabetic. To me, everyone should follow this. In fact, um, you will not even get diabetes. You can prevent diabetes. So, Dr. Kalpano, let's take one of Singapore's favourite breakfast sets, uh, the kaya toast and the drink, like tea or kopi or something like that. What's the best advice for someone who's newly diagnosed? How should they look at approaching the ordering option for that? Without butter, obviously you can't go without kaya. That defeats the purpose. Well, this is a very good question because this is what everyone eats in the morning, (laughs) right? Including maybe even me, I, I would love to crave for a kaya toast. But if you're newly diagnosed diabetic, the first thing is, again, kaya. Kaya is full of carbs and then your bread is white bread and the sides trimmed. So, in fact, it's not even filling. It's so thin. After it becomes a toast, it just disappears, you know, within a minute. So, no no choice. But if you want to cut calories of the entire meal, you have to just go for half kaya, thin spread of kaya, which you can ask for it. And then a thin layer of butter or just get away with the butter, just go for kaya. And then, of course, eggs are okay because eggs give the protein to it. And coffee, go for coffee without sugar. Or maybe start with reducing the sugar. So you cannot go, there are two ways. You can be a cold turkey, just cut down the sugar completely or ask for half and then you go on. Okay, um, thank you very much for your time. We can learn more about diabetes on diabetes.org.sg. And send us your feedback on more health topics to podcast at sph.com.sg. And look out for the next episode of Health Check on The Straits Times, where we also have other podcasts on various topics. Thank you. Thank you.